On the afternoon of March 5th of 2018, something fell off. But in spite of my gut telling me that something was going to go wrong today, I found myself walking up from a long, tiring day at school. My bag was so heavy that I was sure I was going to break my back one of these days. As I walked past the half-melted snow slush that was still here from the snowstorm that we had a couple of weeks ago, I really wanted to go step in it. But then a small voice in my head said, You're going to get your new shoes dirty, so I decided not to. I turned I turned I turned to look at the houses all the houses. Hopefully that will spark my interest. I noticed most of the houses that has had I had passed had already taken their Christmas decorations down, except for the one house where this elderly couple lived. My dad always helped them take decorations down and put them back up. He does that when my mom makes cookies with them and helps them find vacation places online. She's good at that stuff. When I got home, I quietly opened the door. I was trying not to, I was trying to avoid the dreaded, what did you do in school today question. I put my bag down on the thump, paused for a second to see if that was too loud and if I was doomed. After five seconds, no one came into the kitchen or rushed down the stairs. So I figured I was all right. I had, I had almost reached the stairs when my sister called up, Mom, Alice home. She was sitting in the kitchen. She got home first so she didn't have she did not have to deal with the sibling giving away giving her arrival away. How could a nine year old be so evil? I had almost made it. Why cruel world? What did you do in school today? My mom my mom exclaimed, carrying her phone on her shoulder and her hands occupied by some confusing papers. Nothing, I said. I went to the basement door, but my mom stopped me. Well, if you did nothing, I'm concerned about your education and behavior. My mom was the master at getting children to tell their stuff. She had three kids. What did you expect? Fine. I did not look at her directly in the eyes. We learned stuff. I reached down into the ba- I rushed down into the basement, hoping that she wouldn't stop me. A few hours later, I was in my bedroom, preparing for the sleepover with Emily. We had not seen each other in a while, so it would be like a less dramatic reunion, except that it had only been a month and a half. I was watching TV in my room peacefully until my mom yelled, that room better be clean or else you're not going to have a sleepover. At this point a couple of months ago, I would be be panicking because I had left the chore of cleaning my room to the last minute, so I would just shovel my papers and stuff in drawers under my bed, but this time I was one step ahead. I cleaned my room the minute I got home, and everything was nice and organized. I went to feed my hamsters that when I realized one of them was all alone in the corner. I felt bad for her, so I gave her some extra food. I was I was almost halfway up the stairs when I heard the doorbell ring. I ran upstairs and flung open the door. There was Ellie staring at the door holding her back. We rushed downstairs into my room. We talked, watched TV, and annoyed the heck out of my siblings. But one thing was off. She didn't seem as talkative or as properly as usual. But I just thought she was tired or a bit self-conscious. When I heard my mom, when I heard my mom came bursting in like, "It'll be okay, honey," said Kylie, whose parents had split up when she was a baby, so she could help Emily in ways that I couldn't. I was feeling useless, more alone than ever. We should Facetime Kylie, I suggested. Okay, sure. Emily replied, grabbing her phone. We called Kylie. Everything was normal until Kylie said, "Did you tell her yet?" What I said, confused. I looked at Emily. No, but I will, Emily said. I was freaking out. What happened? Did she get in trouble at school? Was she moving? She'd better not be moving. Did someone die? 
Um, my parents are getting a divorce. What? I said to start off, I almost started crying, but I was not going to cry in front of her. That would make her feel bad. Are you okay? Do you need a hug? I feel so bad. I started rapidly firing questions at her, but to this she she just replied, I'm fine, and started playing with things. Are you okay? I asked, surprised at her answer. Yeah, I'm just mad at my parents. Wow. If my parents were getting a divorce, I'd be sobbing in her arms, complaining about how the world was so harsh and cruel. I didn't see her struggle through her fire. That'd be my biggest regret. I, I wanted to say something to her, like, you're so brave, or how she's amazing and that she will get through this. But I just, I just felt myself falling into a bottomless pit of darkness, helpless. Well, it, I'm here if you need me, I, I said. I'm not good at emotional support. So that's all I could mutter, but I tried my best. Thanks, she said. She got a paper and a pencil. She started drawing. I did not seem, she did not seem bothered at all. But me, as a best friend, didn't even try to help. I was just sitting there. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> On Monday that, the following week, I was still thinking about Ellie and her problem. I was walking down the hallway to the bathroom, trying to concentrate on getting ready for school and thinking about the things I need to do. But my, but all my brain wanted to think about was Ellie. The mor- that morning, I got dressed and brushed my teeth, trying to understand what it would feel like for my parents to get a divorce. But surely they would not, they could not, they will not. And from that point, I started getting mad at my parents for no reason, thinking that they were going to get divorced and leave me and my siblings. I walked I walked into the kitchen and got myself some cereal. I spilled some milk by accident because I was thinking about who would help Ellie with her homework. Now that my parents now that her parents needed to work extra hours to support their family. I ate it up quickly. I missed my mouth a couple of times because I was staring it off into the distance deep in thought. I finished my, my I finished and put my bowl in the sink and grabbed my bag. Have a good day, my mom yelled from the kitchen. Yeah, you too. I said in a dull tone, not really not realizing how rude I sounded. I walked to school thinking about what life would be like if my parents got a divorce. But I still get to see both of them. Would we have two houses? Would we have to move? What would my siblings be like? It was I was in my own head all day. I do not know how to handle the fact that my friend that my friend will never be the same and that my parents might get might get a divorce and there is only there is always a chance. I got home and didn't manage to avoid the how is school question. Fine, mom. Can you just I paused. I realized that what I sounded like. Just let me be. I ran down the stairs. Later I was going upstairs to get a drink when I happened to overhear my mom and brother talking. I don't know why Elle is acting so weird, said my mom. She sounded she sounded actually concerned. She's 13, Mom. I tried to look under the door, but Elle was feet. Great. I know she, but she's acting weirder than a 13-year-old. Oh, well, thanks, Mom. I thought, as if I was, if, as if I'm acting weird here. Mom, you worry too much. Can you just go talk to her? Please say no. Just refuse. Fine, Mom. Oh, no. I ran on search quickly and into my bed. I turned my phone on and tried to stop myself from breathing so hard, but that only made me breathe harder. Shortly after, my brother came down. Mom wanted me to come check on you. You all right? He said and looked and took a seat across from me on my bed. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, I muttered aimlessly. I was trying not to look behind. I was trying to 
look behind him at the door so that I would not have to look him in the eyes. I strongly disliked looking people in the eyes. I just found it unnecessary and awkward. Mom and I have been noticing that you've been acting strange lately. Oh, really? You just thought I was acting like a 13-year-old. You're the one who's acting like a 19-year-old hypocrite. Just then, I, re- I decided that I, <sighs> I had been holding this in for too long, that my brother was my best chance of getting to tell someone. Well, um, can you keep a secret? I looked down at my hands, shocked. Well, when me and Ellie had a sleepover, I paused. Should I be telling him this? Well, Ellie told me that her parents are getting their divorce, but I don't know how to help her. Well, um, you could just go try to talk to her. I don't know how, and she just says everything else is okay, but I know it's not. Okay, well, try having the three of you talk. Okay, but then what if mom and dad get a divorce? I don't think that mom and dad will get a divorce. But even if they do, we'll always be siblings. Yeah, I guess so. So, go talk to your friends, he said, then walked out the door. Thanks, I guess, I said as, they opened, as he opened the door. You're welcome, he said, and walked out. I sat there thinking long and hard about how to talk to Ellie. The next Saturday, me, uh, me, Ellie, and Kylie went for lunch together. We sat down at the table, and I started off, started up small talk. So, how was you guys' week? I said as he picked up my drink. Um, school's annoying as always, said Kylie. Same, said Ellie, looking at, looking down at her plate. How's everything going? I asked, looking directly at her. I'm fine, she said. Well, if you need anything, I'm here to help. I am here to help, and I know if I was in your position, I would not be hand- handling it as well as you. I said. Ellie smiled a little bit. It made me feel like I was finally handling this pro- handling this problem correctly. Correctly. Thanks, said Ellie. She was looking up from her plate. I know just the thought of my parents getting divorced made me feel scared and alone. When my parents told me and my sister, we just ran upstairs and stayed with each other the whole night. That must have been hard, I said. I took a sip from my drink. Having to support your little sister and deal with the fact that your parents are getting a divorce. I was I was so stressed that I pushed everyone away, said Kylie said Ellie. She was doodling on her napkin. Yeah, you kinda did, said Kylie. I glared at her. There is a time and place for using guilt, but this is not one of them. I whispered shouted at her. Sorry, said Emily. She was fidgeting with her hands. It's okay, and we'll be here for you no matter if you push us away or not. I looked at Kylie. Thanks. I feel like I've finally got people to talk to. You guys are going to need me to be my therapy for a while, said Allie. Her face brightened up figuratively. She looked at us. You could tell that nobody had really cared to give her space and freedom to talk when she wanted. Eh, I'm fine with that, I said, and finally looking her in the eyes. I looked at Kylie. My eyes said, okay, now your turn. But she looked back She looked back at me. She, had, she hesitated before saying, yeah, I'll bring food, and we can all have a mental breakdown together. We all laughed at that. I finally felt like I could help my best friend. And I felt relief in the fact that if my parents got a divorce, I would still have people to count on. But as always, people are going to need me to rely on. So I learned from that whole dramatic experience that you need not to worry about the future or else you will let down those who are counting on you in the present. And in times of struggle and darkness, you can always rely on other people to save you. You have to do stuff by yourself and give yourself light and turn it on.